I think you'd let me and just see, like, oh, I didn't think you'd actually do it. <laughs> Have I ever done that? Uh, no. It's hard to think of a specific example, but I wouldn't put it past you. Let's kick this off. <laughs> Hello and welcome to an episode, a bonus episode. Bonus. Bonus of Too Much Free Time podcast. Stumbled over that. I didn't get one from work, so... Oh, didn't get a bonus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeez. Oof. That's Bitter. rough. Ah. Uh, I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Yep. John Girdler isn't is... going to be always with us anymore. Uh, yeah, he's on a road trip. Yeah. So he's, he's sitting okay. this one out. Uh, we have special returning special guest Zach Brown with us. Whoa. Hi, listeners. Glad to have you back. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see your face. Uh, this is a bonus episode, uh, much like if you've listened to our Return of the Jedi episode. We're not going to be doing our normal play-by-play of the whole plot like we have been in the past. We're just going to talk about what we our thoughts of the movie in general, talk over some key plot points, and just kind of jib-jab about the movie. All the will-they-won't-they's. Uh, obviously, spoiler alert for this. If you haven't seen the movie... Um, Get fucked. Wait, what's the movie? You haven't said the movie. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, we're struggling. Thanks. I mean, it's okay. Your title is on the podcast episode you clicked on. Well, so, and so, it's going to say Deadpool 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Peter. The movie is Deadpool 2. So, spoilers for Deadpool 2 it's if you haven't seen it. Uh, anything? Possible spoilers for Deadpool 1. Oh, yeah. Like... There'll be spoilers for Deadpool 1 for sure. Uh, yeah, because there's a second one. We have returning <laughs> characters. So past this point, I'm just going to go ahead and say, that, actually, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say, you know, if you get spoiled, it's your fault. Past this point, yeah. uh, suck it up. Let's go ahead and just round the bend. General consensus on what we thought of the movie. Zach, kick us off. I thought that Deadpool two was pretty good. It was something that uh, I kind of knew I would enjoy it going in because I really liked the first one and. Uh, I really don't have many like complaints about it. It was just a, it was it was a good fun ride. All right, all right, Peter, follow up. Yeah, Ca- no, I- you have to counter his point. Well, actually, <laughs> this movie is bullshit and derivative from the first film. <laughs> How many times did we have to hear the lazy writing joke? It was more than one. It was three. <laughs> yeah, you know, like a lot. Also, lazy writing. Uh, I mean, I liked it. <laughs> all that to say, it was fun. Uh, I think I like the first one better. I agree, but this was this was a good flick. It was a fun flick. I laughed a lot. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I liked the first one better, and I talked a little bit this about this at work with people that were asking me how what we thought of. I just feel the first one had the advantage of not having anything like it prior to it. Yeah. So it was shocking and kind of an exciting new thing. And since this was building off of that, that surprise is gone. But I really enjoyed this. I thought it was very funny. It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. So I was surprised in a sense, but not in the same way I was in the first one. I, I was surprised that this one really had more of an attempt at a overarching plot. Like the first yeah. movie doesn't really have a plot when you think about it. And that's kind of the point. It's just him bouncing around trying to quote unquote get fixed because he's ugly. And yeah. you know, that's not really a strong plot, but it was still a very fun movie. As opposed to this has like a legitimate attempt at an arc. Well, the thing with that too is that even though this this does have a very, very like set like like a like like three act structure. It worked really well because it's not like, oh shit, we're saving the whole world. It right. was it was very focused and just like 
you can actually care about the characters. Whereas like in, I don't know, Avengers or something, it's like, oh man, we're saving fucking everyone. And this is just like, all right, we're going to focus on one person and actually like give a shit. Yeah. It's nice to have an action movie. That's not about saving the world. It's just about stopping something that really won't affect that many people, but it'll affect a character. Are you sure it's not the world? No, because Cable's Cable's only purpose for killing this kid is because the kid's gonna kill his his family, and he's gonna kill other people. But and he's a lot not of like other he's not gonna be the world ender. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it's more contained. Okay, because it looked pretty threat. bad. It looked pretty bad. Well, that's just that's just the future that Cable comes from in general. That world's super. It's a super dark timeline in the X Men universe. So yeah, cool arms though. He did have cool arms. <laughs> what did you think of the opening, Zach? Because me and Peter talked about this. And our th- we had a weird theater experience because everyone was seeing Solo. So our theater was mm-hmm. relatively, not empty, but I'm relatively. Empty theater. Yeah. yeah. And so it didn't have that like group laughter effect. And after, you know, the shock opening of the girlfriend dying, which I truly didn't see yeah, coming. I didn't see it. It was really sad. It was really that part sad. It was really sad. Yeah. I. I really enjoyed the James Bond spoof of an opening, though the opening credits thing. Like, I thought that was hilarious. Did you, with the opening where it was like written by so and so, written by the real vill- villain? Yeah, I thought that was kind of cheesy, but um, I don't know the, the way that the uh, that the that the death of the girlfriend w- was actually meaningful. Uh, that was great. I because you, you don't get that in, in in a lot of these movies. Yeah, I also didn't think about it until a uh, good bit after we saw the movie. Was I liked the fact that it wasn't a she shot and he's holding her and she like tells him something and then dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just she was dead. It wasn't like a drawn out like oh no and like it just transitioned. It's sad because she just given him her IUD. <laughs> That was a, that was a, I forgot, that was something when we were watching, I'd forgotten in the first movie that they had like a weird sexual relationship. Yeah. So that was like, that took me back. I was like, oh yeah, they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of freaky. <laughs> well, IEDs aren't freaky. Gentlemen. No, I just mean like they're sense it's of humor. responsible. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I liked overall how the, how the dead girlfriend kind of storyline though because i know it's a trope that's used too much the whole uh, the guy has to be motivated by the death of his significant other mm-hmm. it's it's kind of just played out at this point and it it's just comes across weird most of the time but i felt like this was when this trope is used it's effective like it was very well done well because yeah like in in here the fact that he like every time that he died which is like three or Three or three or four times. I think it was yeah. Three. The fact that he that he would like go back and sort of like try to talk to her. That was really like oh th- this is good. This is this is not just sort of keeping her as some like static character. It's, it's letting her sort of impact the story, right? As it goes. I yeah, and I also think it helps that it wasn't a oh girlfriend dies now he's on a quest for revenge. Yes. You know what I mean? That it happened was, very fast. Oh yeah, it was it was just a now he doesn't know what to do with his life as opposed to. Now his quest is to find the men who killed her. I like the little ballerina thing of Wolverine on the spike. Yes. Making fun of Logan. That was so good. That was a funny way to shout out to 
of just making fun of they always have to make fun of Wolverine. Just the uh yeah, Logan died in his movie. Guess what? I'm gonna die in my too. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I haven't seen Logan, so spoilers for me. Oh really? You haven't yeah. seen Logan yet? But oh my bad. I know. You're good. Well he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So like a big part of this was and not a big part of it, but a little bit of it was the whole idea of, you know, he tries to fill that void with him rejo- like joining the X-Men as a trainee. What did you guys think about that whole like trainee side? That joke thing? was dumb to me where everyone was just like, trainee. I liked the jersey, though. Yeah, the, yeah, trainee the jersey, jersey was, funny. was funny. But everyone reminding him that he's a trainee, I was like, okay. Yeah. I thought the joke where it was like, uh, where I think he asked... Uh, do we not have the rights to all the oh. other X Men? And then they like and like showed him like or, closing the door. Yeah. Oh yeah, they showed the, the rest the, the actual X Men. Yeah, I was telling Peter, I thought that was really clever. But I was, they made that joke in the first movie. But there was legitimately no one there. Right. Like I remember that in the first movie. It's the why is it all always only you two? It's almost as if we couldn't afford any of the other <laughs> X Men. <laughs> yeah, I like, like yeah him being at the uh, at the mansion or whatever. All the scenes there kind of felt a bit forced. Maybe. Well, to me, they fell out of place. Would you say, yeah. like when he was inside the building? Like yeah. when he was outside the building, it reminded me of the first movie when he like shows up or whatever. But it fell out of place. Like when he's wheeling around in Xavier's chair, like I laughed, but at the same time, I was like, this feels out of like wrong. Yeah, and uh, it was like fan service in some yeah. ways. Yeah, even though I was, I was telling Peter, I was hoping that the joke of them closing that door would circle back around of like yeah. that cable would see him or whatever. Cause like, I don't know, Zach, I don't really know the extent of your comic book knowledge, but like cables parents were in the building. <laughs> well, actually oh, wow. I guess not his mom because cables mom's a clone of Jean gray. That gets really complicated. I'm not going to dive into that, but Cyclops is his dad. And so is inside that building, technically, when they, like, go to pick up, um, you know, Colossus and the rest of the gang. So he could have, like, pulled a, uh, pulled a, like, kill your grandfather thing. Or, well, I thought it would be some sort of joke of, like, when they're at the house, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know, Deadpool would just be like, you don't want to say hey to your dad or anything? Like, you know, I thought there'd be, like, a, another joke like that, but that didn't come about, so I was kind of sad. Uh, I like that they only added one more X Men. Really, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Was that the uh, uh, what was her name? Y- Yukio. Oh shoot! Why am I speaking on her name? Um, oh, no, or, or you're talking about Domino? No, not Domino. Well, Domino's technically an X Men. It gets complicated. Who's yeah, not and who is X-Force, an X Men? X Men's. Yeah, she's definitely part of X Force. Uh, but oh. Yukio. Yeah. It's Yukio. I thought all, all of the scenes where, where they were just like saying hi to each other were yes. great. I loved that. Their responses to each other were great. Uh, me and Peter were talking about this, though. This is a good segue. Some of the jokes throughout the movie, I wonder how they're going to stand up in like 10, 15 years. Because some of them are very now referenced. Like he calls the one dude Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. And like when uh, Negasonic Teen shows up with the Yukio just that this is my girlfriend you got a problem with it the slow your roll fox news <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah i thought that was pretty funny yeah it was something where there were a good amount of those jokes but generally most of it was sort of like all right this 
this this guess will hold up. But whereas like, I don't remember the first movie doing that as much. No, so, so sort of dating itself. Yeah, the yeah, I really do feel like this one just had more current jokes, if that makes sense. Because not saying the first one was ambiguous ambiguous about when it was taking place, but it, yeah, it kind of it kind of walked that movie line of it could be you know in the future or it could be right now if you know depending on how you look at it uh going from the x-men though let's talk about the x-force for a second or the like the joke attempt at forming the x-force so like comic history side note cable in the comics starts the x-force so and deadpool has been on the team and off the team back and forth they usually kick him off because he's a He's Deadpool, but <laughs> I I liked that they had him like form this X Force team, I, and I I did like that they made the joke of that too of just the we'll be called X Force. That seems a bit derivative. <laughs> yeah, gender well, neutral. Yeah, was, gender neutral. Was that a joke about like X Men or the whole like uh, like Black Panther Wakanda salute thing? No, he was just doing the X for X Force. Okay, because like I was thinking that that, that was like he was, was making, like, fun making fun of Wakanda, of Wakanda, yeah. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> but what? yeah, the, the the like whole like putting the team together scene with the uh, the Vanisher, I probably laughed the laughed the most when the uh, when when. when, when 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 he just jumped out of the plane and it was just the pack. <laughs> <laughs> that was the I that was I you know there's a lot of ways to play off the invisible person joke, but how they did it in this was brilliant of just yeah. him laughing, being like, "Oh, I get it." Uh, <laughs> oh, he's not in here, is he? He might be running. Yeah, he might be running. That was really funny. <laughs> I also, it only happens for a second. And so I was really paying attention to it in the credits, but it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, was it was it like actually Brad Pitt? I think it, I think it, it looked was. like a CGI Brad Pitt. Yeah, it looked like a CGI. But, but they still would have had to gotten the rights. It was to Brad do Pitt. <laughs> so, like, no. I want to know. I hope it comes out that he was actually in a green suit the whole the time. whole yeah. time. I hope that comes out because that's that's so funny. Like, let's talk about the rest of the X Force though. Like, I. I'm, I feel like Bedlam was underused just because Terry Crews is hilarious. Yeah. I love Terry Crews. Well, he didn't really do anything yeah, he didn't but really do anything. fall on a bus. <laughs> well, with that too, it's like, <laughs> how would that kill him? Like, no, he's, he's like, got, like, just gutted. The, the like, glass like oh, went into pierced him. I, I, I like it was so through it. fast. I was not expecting <laughs> that. It was so weird. I wasn't expecting it, but once he went through the bus, I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna watch yeah. all of them die," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> Just how each one of them died was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's just like—it's one of those things where it was a good way. You know, sometimes when you can see a joke coming from a mile away, it just takes everything from it. Yeah. But it—they stuck that yeah. landing. Well, like. Totally didn't even see that one coming. It was like, oh well, they're totally and just like work together because, like, honestly, I like like read some stuff saying like, oh, Deadpool's gonna be the X Force movie. So when it was like, oh, we're forming the X Force, I was like, all right, here we go. It's a shitty team. So, <laughs> and it was a shitty team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just how um, I forgot. I'm spacing on some of their names, but how the guy that shoots vomit poison yeah. like was in the wood chipper with, and then. <laughs> Pete was just like, we're X-Force. He's like holding on to yeah. We're X-Force. And then gets vomited on. 
and then the alien dude just flies into the helicopter blade. And I like Shutterstar. Yeah, Shutterstar. Yes. I to just, the left. I just like that that it was foreshadowed so not like subtly, but in just a way you wouldn't think about. Yeah, wind advisory. Yeah, when, yes. yeah. When T.J. Miller's getting interviewed or interrogated by Cable, just the if you're gonna go after them. There's a wind visor in effect, so you might want to watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just such a great, like, subtle way to, as soon as they jumped out of the plane, I was like, I didn't think anything of it until yeah. their parachute started going crazy. I was like, oh, yeah. I love TJ Miller in this movie. Yeah. I'm so sad that he makes really shitty life decisions. <laughs> yeah, and then it's all just like. Like, every scene he was in cracked me up. Yeah. Like he's like, what does selfless mean? And it's like a deep question. He's like, no, really, like I don't know. I don't what know it what it means. means. Just the that's concerning. <laughs> I, golly, ah, oh, yeah, I was sad about him. Yeah. It's the true tragedy of this uh, movie. Stick it with uh, the X Force, though. What would you guys think about Domino? Ah. Uh, <laughs> that's my thought. I just think she's she was fine. slightly underutilized, and she's really? she's a staple of the kind of the X-Force comics, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, like, she had to kind of be in this movie. And I also laughed, because this is one of those those roles that forever ago when casting was announced, like a year ago or whatever, they announced that there was a couple people up for it. Uh, People thought it would be Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead? What's her name? Winston? Churchill? Yeah, Winston Churchill. They thought Winston Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill would <laughs> be Domino the from uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes, yes. They thought she would be Domino because she kind of looks like has the build and like the hair like Domino uh, from the comics. Mm-hmm. And then they cast this, you know, this actress. I'm spacing on her name. Zazzy Beats. Zazzy Beats. And people like lost their mind. It was like when MJ in Spider Man Homecoming was cast as Zidania, where people like lost their shit about she's not white. But what's hilarious <laughs> is like literally, literally just Google a picture of Domino. Domino's not white either. She's like some weird gray color. Like she's like she doesn't look like a race. So you need to calm. Yo tits. They got Black Panther. We get all the rest. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a great argument, Peter. (laughs) Thing is, though, um, did you just Google a picture of her? Yes, I did, and she is kind of gray. She's she's like intentionally kind of nourished. Well, so her backstory, and I was telling Peter when we left the theater, I'm happy they just leaned into the idea that her superpower is luck because it's like. Explained in the comics, but in that classic comic, doesn't really make sense. But yeah. we'll just go with it, kind of thing. Of she was experimented on to become like a super weapon, but what ended up happening to her was her telekinesis, because she's like psychic technically. But how it works is she can manipulate things around her subconsciously to make them go in her favor. So she doesn't realize she's doing it, hmm. but it's psychic energy that manipulates the things around her that makes things go her way and can make things go against the people she's in front of. And so it's like a, it's a really complicated way of just saying she's always lucky. Freud would have a field day. (laughs) 
But like, I thought she was funny. I yeah. liked her fight scene in the orphanage. I thought the actress was great too. Yeah, I thought she, I thought she did great. I liked yeah. her little. She, I felt like she held her own in the comedy scenes mm-hmm. with uh, T.J. Miller and Ryan Reynolds when he has the baby yeah. legs. <laughs> well, also to them, the scene where she's like driving the truck. I thought. Uh, oh, I like her, her, yeah. her, her like playing off. Uh, Playing off of Deadpool there worked really well. No, yeah, I thought that worked well too. Um, I liked how she got out of the like when it goes over the bridge and she likes flying out of the truck. Or I like that she lands on the yes. panda thing. <laughs> I also liked the slow motion cinematic of really seeing her powers at work, where it was yeah. just like the car flipping over her and all that different stuff. I thought that was really cool. They also didn't like overuse that. Yeah, the sort of like like slow mo showing how like everything some some weird like. Uh, with like mousetrap thing, Final Destination ish. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it like really the was. fight in the orphanage was kind of like that though. Ooh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The bookshelf, the bookshelf <laughs> was brutal. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not dead yet, and then the bookshelf <laughs> decapitated him. Yeah, like, ah, there it is. I liked how she responded to some of it too, because it it didn't come off a, across. Like it came across like she can still be surprised by what happens. Like yeah. when she's talking to the orphans, like don't worry, we're gonna get you out of here. We just need like a bus, and then the bus <laughs> comes through, and she goes, "Oh, huh. <laughs> yeah." She's like, "Okay." <laughs> the bus was upside down though. Did you yeah. Notice that? Well, it was. They slid down and then went out the door. Oh, okay. I thought she was gonna drive it. No, oh. no. <laughs> I was like, "Are you gonna do that?" No, no. <laughs> um, let's talk about cable. What did you think about Josh Brolin as cable? That was kind of like the Terminator, and not much different. Well, see, I think that was my only complaint because they toned down his abilities, and I don't really know why. So he's in the comics a omega level mutant, which means that like top tier, like all almost all powerful, and it's because of his parents. But the reason in the comics he's not like a god is because you know how he's a robot. Mm-hmm. Half robot. That's from a disease that Apocalypse, a villain, gave him, and he spends most of his energy fighting it off. Like so, he has all this psychic energy and power and all these different things, but he has to use most of it to keep himself alive. So that's why he's like in the comics, not this all powerful being, but he can do a lot. Like he can shoot lasers out of his left eye, like whatever. Mm-hmm. He can manipulate certain to a degree matter like it it just didn't seem like they gave him mutant powers it's like you said they just kind of made him a terminator yeah they gave him technology yeah yeah which isn't his shtick like in the comics he uses the guns and technology a lot but he's still a mutant and i feel like that's underplayed um uh like I did like the Easter egg they did of he named he said his daughter's name, which is Hope, and she's an important figure in the X Men comics, so that was cool. Um, Josh Brolin, though, I thought killed it. Yeah, like I, I loved really Josh good. Brolin in this. Well, like, all the uh, all the all the uh, all, like promotional materials leading up to this had like like uh, Ryan Reynolds and and uh, Josh Brolin like sort of like uh, I don't know being being as friendly rivals with each other. Yeah. But then seeing that on screen worked super well. Right. And I was telling Peter the really smart thing they did here was because Deadpool's the extreme silly man. Like he's so far ridiculous. You can't just do a normal straight man. You have to make him go as equally far 
being the straight man. Mm-hmm. And that's what Josh Brolin was. That's why he was so over the top. Like when he's torturing TJ Miller, just that whole long speech, it worked so well because it plays off that ridiculousness that Ryan Reynolds is doing of constantly being meta and making jokes. Was uh, was Josh Brolin in No Country for Old Men? Yeah. He's the main guy. He's Llewellyn. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy that gets murdered. Well, the thing was, like... Oh, seeing, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, it's been out. It's been out for a real long time. But like, uh, I felt that that uh, Cable was very similar to that character, Llewellyn. In, yeah, in the way that that he they like played him super straight and very much just like uh, I don't know, focused on on a single goal. Yeah. If me and Peter talked a little bit about it after the theater, I think because he has Josh Brolin has two big comic book movies out right now because he's and Thanos they, and they call that out. Yeah, well, yeah, I loved that. I was waiting for that joke. They knew you knew they were going to make it. The calm down, Thanos. But if I was to compare the two performances, I don't know if it's much the material as it is how he performed. But I, I think he did better as Thanos. Like I think he just. Like Thanos has been one of my favorite performances of the year, to be honest. And he's he's so I don't know. It's just how that plays in Infinity War is so good. But I was telling Peter too. Like I always just forget how much I love Josh Brolin. Like yeah. he crushes it in everything I've seen him. And I like the Goonies joke they made too. Uh, I forgot what part it. I think it's in the the convoy battle. He makes uh, like a stay out of this Goonies or something like that. I don't remember that. It's it's a he makes a couple quick he lines was in the about. Goonies? What are you talking about? He's the older brother. No way. You didn't realize that? Nope. Oh, that's hilarious. Hmm. Oh man, he's still all about it too. Like he's he people have like caught pictures of him walking down the street, and he still has like Goonies never say die like t shirts and stuff like that. Wow. He's he's one of those people that's like not ashamed that that's how he got famous. He's like it's a great movie. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. How are you going to be like, oh, I'm, yeah. I wish I hadn't done Goonies. <laughs> I, was, I liked it. Do you want to, let's talk about, um, what do we want to talk about next? Oh, let's talk about the kid. Let's talk about Fire Fist. Julian Dennison. Julian Dennison. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. You're kind of whatever about him? He, he was just kind of, I don't know. Maybe it, it was the, uh, it was the, it was a script he got, but I don't know. I, I I just had trouble like caring about him. It was just like, whatever. He's just some kid. He's kind of annoying. Interesting. I, I, and he has a stupid name. Fire. Well, they yeah. make fun of it. That's like the part of the point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I liked him, and I can't tell. So I don't think you've seen this movie, Zach. But there's a movie called Hunt for the Wilder People. It's really good. It's a really it's a really good movie, but it's he's the main kid in it in that movie as well. And to be honest, their characters aren't that much different to be honest. And I think that's why I was more okay with it is because that kid was so funny in Hunt for the Wilder People mm-hmm. and he brought that same level of like, you know, trying to be like gangster. Yeah, and I mean he mentions ridiculous. it in this movie and he mentions it in Hunt for the Wilder People. He just wants to be gangsta. Yeah, the thing with the uh, with the ass pen, that was pretty funny. That was disgusting. <laughs> it was what was it called? The like prison wallet? Yeah. Oh yeah, put it yeah. back in your prison yeah. wallet. I liked the. Um, mm. Oh shoot! Oh the just them in the cell, the fight like, scene no, where he, he's trying to make the biggest guy. 
I did. Bitch. I did like that. <laughs> Think about getting black Tim or whatever. <laughs> oh, black, black Tom. Tom. <laughs> black Tom. He's like, "What's your superpower? Cultural appropriation." <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my favorite Deadpool to cable joke of the whole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you yeah, shot you black shot. Tom. <laughs> I'm not Just, racist. <laughs> yeah, it's like tell that to black Tom. <laughs> Yeah, the <gasps> he did after <laughs> Black Tom got <laughs> shot. <laughs> that was just so good. But I liked it too when the kid is in the prison cell and it's the whole like, I can't, you expect me to be like a superhero? When's the last time you saw a plus size superhero? I like this, that joke. Yeah, this yeah. business discriminates. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, I yeah, I liked. Most of the prison scene I thought I was going to hate, but that was all around like really good. Like Ryan yeah. Reynolds is really good of just being like sad, but still making the jokes of just like, please just let me die of cancer in peace. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I have tumors to grow. <laughs> <laughs> with with both those scenes and then the scene where he was like dying, it felt like he was trying to go for some like award or something with this. Because like, didn't they, didn't they try to get a try to get Deadpool nominated for something? It did get nominated for writing, I thought. Am I wrong on that? IDK. Because they definitely, if it didn't get nominated, they made a push to get it nominated for writing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the classic thing of, I, if there's a chance for a comedy to win an Oscar, it's going to be through writing. And I hope that happens one day. I don't know when the Oscars are going to finally let comedians into their realm, but <laughs> it needs to happen. Oh man, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I complete. I, I can't tell if he was really going for an award. To be honest, because at the same time he makes the joke, like when he's dying in the end, he makes the joke. I hope the academy's, academy's paying watching. attention, yeah. right? And Maybe so, I just bought that hook line, yeah, because that was really good. How he kept coming back of just the like how he played that off, like oh, I just can't leave you. I guess I like you guys too much. So. I don't know if we've all seen this amazing film, uh, Shrek 3. Oh, I have seen Shrek 3. But Fiona's father... You know I, actually, I think all of us saw that together <laughs> in theaters. Did we? I think so. Well, Fiona's father <laughs> did the same gag of croaking, and like he kept coming back. Oh, like, did you oh, say oh, croaking because yeah, right. he was a frog? He was a frog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I was thinking about this whole time. I was like, oh, like Shrek 3. I, I just liked his last request. That he was doing, like going around get the Colossus table. The, get, yeah, get Colossus say fuck was pretty funny. Um, and then hi, like him being sad and going through, and then when it's Yoki, <laughs> just bye Yoki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was pretty good. I I'm kind of whatever about the more I think about, it, I'm kind of whatever about the actual the ending of it being Cable uses up his ability to go back to the time his time period to save to save wade uh i'm kind of whatever about it i liked how that played out though of like you say you went back and saved for me like i didn't do it for you <laughs> it's like you did yeah. it for me i didn't do it. like him slowly getting more and more angry is like, i didn't do it for you <laughs> like <laughs> i liked that because it played more into the their back and forth mm-hmm. and to be honest i think that's something i i wish the movie had done a tiny bit more but i can't see where they would have done it doing more like back and forth between them yeah because their first fight scene was like the first teaser of their ability to do back and forth because when josh brolin does the dubsteps for pussies yeah. and then they they start their fight or whatever and then in the 
like the convoy fight. He brings it up again of just the like uh, dubstep never dies. Yeah, dubstep. Why doesn't dubstep ever die or something like that? I thought that was funny. Like they're back and forth just on the play or on that convoy fight was just good. And then obviously their banter while they were fighting through the orphanage was really good. (laughs) Can I have one of those guns? No. I'll just use this brick then. <laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, what did he say with the brick? Maximum, uh, maximum effort. effort. Yeah, that's yeah. when that's when he used the maximum effort line, which I, I think that's the best catchphrase from this movie is the maximum effort. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Like, we have we kind of talked about it, but the plot overall, did you did you buy it? Were you, you know, in for it? Yeah. Even though I didn't really like the kid, I was like, I can buy this. Yeah, the the we, whole heart in the right place thing. Yeah, yeah. I was I don't know. Like I can't really make a decision on it because I part of me wishes this had been like the first one where it was just a wacky, nonsensical whatever. But I liked that they tried to do a kind of arc. You know what I mean? I would argue that that you could really watch these movies in any order. It because this one because it is so is so like singular focus there's there's not a huge huge stakes and you also learn what his powers are within like the first minute you don't need the big backstory you could watch this without seeing the first one yeah totally fine you could watch the first one without seeing the backs or you could watch this one without seeing the first one i mean i didn't really think about that that's good i guess you kind of wonder about like tj miller and some like small details but yeah. and like the old lady that but he even that, with it's sort of kind of like wave it away that scene was so good. The baby legs. That, that, that was the one thing that I was kind of like, this is just like I thought too that was, far. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> just the juggernaut. Well, we, oh, I haven't, we haven't even talked about the juggernaut, but we'll talk about him in a second because that was awesome. But the fact that he was ripped in half by juggernaut and then when Domino finds him, he's like, just carry me on your back like a backpack. Use my arms just like straps. <laughs> I thought that and was he's incredible. He's like, this is why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And just the, like him, because I'd forgotten that was the deal in the first one too. That he grew that hand back, and they did the whole like baby hand thing. This was oh, this I was that too, yeah, yeah. This was the next level of he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is when T.J. Miller was like killing it. <laughs> just when when he stands up to go shake Deadpool's hand or whatever, it's like, oh look, he's doing it. Oh look at the <laughs> oh, little guy go. <laughs> what did he say? Though? It looks like you're giving birth anally and you stop halfway through. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. They're like the baby came out halfway and the doctor's like, no, no, that's good. <laughs> that was so, yeah, that was, oh man, that was a pretty, I laughed a lot at that. I feel like there were a couple times that me and you were really dying in the theater and then no one else was really laughing. I kind of felt, felt bad for the guy that was sitting next right to me next, yeah. during the scene where all the X-Force people were dying because we were like, we were like crying. We were no laughing one else so is laughing. I was like, how, is, how do you not think yeah. this is incredible? Stage left, <laughs> stage left, stage left, stage <laughs> left into the helicopter propeller. <laughs> God. Oh, man. I was... I didn't think the Juggernaut would be in this movie, and I yeah. was very pleasantly surprised that that was the big monster they kept at the bottom of the icebox. Also, and really enjoyed that line: the uh, they keep a big monster down there with a side of foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the uh, like in Harry Potter, where it's like, oh, there's there's the three headed dog or the, the like giant spider. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you're. Yeah. I think you're mixing up these movies <laughs> and uh, taking the ring. 
giant spider under hogwarts <laughs> no, that was the joke we used to do in high school just that i heard the giant spider doesn't like it. well listeners i am sorry i i had added that to my harry potter canon <laughs> you added a high school inside joke to harry potter canon that's yep. pretty good that's pretty funny but i like i liked the juggernaut even though he was all cgi it was Still yeah. funny. CGI fight. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I just liked the just the joke of the next time you see him after the convoy thing is they're walking into the orphanage and it's just being like, Oh, so you just wear that head or that helmet to keep your brother out of your head? Yeah, but he's in a wheelchair, so it all evened out. <laughs> <laughs> it was like <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. And it's also the first time in these movies they've acknowledged that Juggernaut and Xavier are brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was kind of Yeah, Juggernaut's Juggernaut's also not technically a mutant. He's uh he's a human who found like an amulet thing that makes him it imbued him with the power of some god making him the Juggernaut. And then the helmet is to keep Xavier out. So fun facts. But yeah, I was I was just as excited as Ryan Reynolds was when he like comes out of the train and it's just <laughs> be like, What? The juggernaut? You're my favorite X-Men. <laughs> well, with that, I, I was I was also wondering like who else could have been down there to like be this big bad? Yeah, well, because I, I was just under the assumption that they had such little wiggle room with who they could get to be in it. I didn't see the juggernaut coming. I thought it'd be some like either a made up thing or something that I forgot or even some sort of meta joke. Like mm-hmm. for a brief moment, I thought they would do something that might get them in trouble or something. And it'd be like Thanos, <laughs> like oh, Josh Brolin's in this movie like twice or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it was that was a pleasant surprise. I was yeah. excited to see the Juggernaut. But he didn't do the line of the "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." That because <laughs> that's only in that X Men Three movie. That's no. not actually like a catchphrase by the Juggernaut, <laughs> which is why the internet turned it into a meme. Because <laughs> I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. I always forget, not to get too sidetracked, but that reminded me. Ellen Page was Kitty Pride yeah. in the uh, original three X-Men movies. Oh, I guess the second and third one, because Kitty Pride wasn't really in the first one. But that's that's crazy to think that she was in those. The girl who is rogue is also something. Anna Paquin? Yeah, she's yes. in True Blood. Yeah, she's True Blood. She who is knew? True Blood. I mean, I knew that. Yeah, I did well, too, Zach. God. Me. I would recognize those poorly defined teeth anywhere. I would recognize something else. Because I watched True Blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Snatch your attention away, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Poorly defined teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she does have a gap tooth, doesn't she? She does. It's, it's okay. adorable. Yeah, you can put, it's okay. yeah, you can put a straw in there. Yeah. It's oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I liked the juggernaut fight, though, between him and Colossus. That was yeah. pretty good. I, I think it's funny. This interpretation of Colossus is just... Like it's just different. It's not bad. I just think it's funny because he's not as like straight laced in the comics in terms of because mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it other than he's not like the dad of the X Men. That's like okay, guys, let's let's do this. Okay, yeah, no swearing. In the scene where he was like reading off the rules, he was like rule one, and then turned like fifteen pages. <laughs> rule two. <laughs> I was like, what is this? 
I liked the uh, say anything spoof, by the way, when he goes to the mansion to try to get Colossus back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did a good job, too, of like Colossus kind of leaning into it, of just like turning away from it and just being like, no, I'm not going to go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this was just overall just a really fun movie. Yeah. I mean, do you guys have anything else really you wanted to talk about? It, it was definitely worth the time. Worth the... Oh yeah, definitely worth the free time. To go. I think that the very end to me was kind of weird. Oh, you mean the post credit thing, the like him going back in time? Yeah, and even just like Cable only going back in time to give him the coin. Um hmm. I thought it was like he could have gone earlier and saved the girl. You know, we could have just like redone everything. Well, then you don't have a movie, Peter. No, but well, no, but the, <laughs> his whole point was to stop the kid. Well, like it was still because what Deadpool had done had worked, so it was still to get that same point across to the yeah. kid without having Wade die. But we fixed it in the successful. credits anyway. Yeah, he fixed goes it in back the credits. and only saves Peter. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just, but we're X Force. No, no, Peter, we're not. It's, yeah, it is getting kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something online. It was probably like IGN or something. Like the Deadpool. After credits thing, explain. It's like, it's like you're thinking way too hard. Yeah, what's there to explain? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's a it's joke. a retcon. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I think that was the the joke, and I'm I don't know if there's I don't know if it's confirmed they're doing a Deadpool three. I know Ryan Reynolds has said T.J. Miller would not be in Deadpool three, but no. I think he said that within the context of like if we do a Deadpool three, but if they do a Deadpool three, I'm curious if they'll like not even touch that or if they'll incorporate that or like what they'll do. Oh, I bet they'll bring it in. Well, cause like, honestly you could just start from the end of one and then make a joke about how nothing happened on that. end. Oh, that's true. That'd be kind of funny. Or they could have Deadpool have to go respond to a uh, bomb threat on a train. (laughs) What? A bomb threat on a train? That's what, that's what TJ Miller got like arrested for. Oh yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, ooh. Ooh, hot topic. I like it, though. I do like it. <laughs> I I was wondering, like, because a lot of this comes down to the whole Disney trying to buy Fox. So if Disney buys Fox and he, they buy all the X-Men rights, they technically, the people that make Deadpool would be able to do a little bit more, or they might not let them do another Deadpool yeah. because it's Disney. Um, so I'd be curious to see how that all shakes out. If, hypothetically, they do do a third Deadpool and it is owned by Disney. I think it'd be cool to do a, like they could do a meta joke of so people, people Deadpool pals around with in the comics are Spider Man, Cable. He does his X Force stuff sometimes. Uh, there's been like a couple Wolverine stuff, and then he also him and Thanos actually have like a couple adventures together because they're both in the comics. They're both obsessed with Lady Death because both of them are thought to be immortal. So they like. That's the one thing they can't get. Mm. And to be honest, I picked up throughout this movie that that was kind of the analogy they were going for with the girlfriend being dead because he was trying to find a way to die, really, and go be with her, and he couldn't. And so that, like, the whole him being separated by the invisible barrier reminded me a lot of, like, him trying to get with Lady Death. (laughs) I could see that. So that'd be cool if they did something like that. Or I like your idea, you guys' ideas too, of if they did a third one and it was just they don't even acknowledge the second one as like some weird meta joke because he retconned everything. 
Um, I don't know. But I am I'm curious if Disney would even let them do that. I don't think they would because like everything, all all the Marvel movies have been PG thirteen. Yeah, I uh, it's it's one of those things though where a dream movie of mine would be them doing the X Force from uh, it was like two years ago where it was Wolverine, Archangel, Psylocke, Deadpool. Uh, I think it's Mr. Phantasm. I can't remember his that dude's name but it's like really dark and deadpool is like the comedic humor of it all like and it's still really dark humor like i forgot which hero gets really messed up and incapacitated but they're treating them and they're stuck in a cave for like weeks and they're they're asking how they survived and deadpool's like well i can't die and they're like how did you keep him alive and you see deadpool like cut off part of his flesh and would like feed it to him And it's just like, we won't talk about it. (laughs) It's like crazy stuff like that. And I would love to see them do like a rated R legit attempt at the X-Force. Like that's, in my opinion, the next thing the X-Men movies need to try to do. They're doing Dark Phoenix next though. Yeah, but there's still rumors. X3 already did. Well, there's a shitty way. Very shitty way. I don't have faith that they'll do it in a proper way anyway, because in the comics, the X Force isn't just inside Jean Grey all this time. It's an it's a celestial entity that takes control of Jean Grey because Jean Grey is one of the most powerful beings in the universe. So it like is attracted to her, and they don't do that in these yeah. movies. So I have a feeling, even though I imagine the Phoenix Force would be very attracted to Sophie Turner. I mean, like who's not? Am I right? Show of hands. Everyone's hands. All are the raised. hands are all. Uh, everyone's hands are raised. Yeah. <laughs> All but nine out of ten. Shows. I've actually heard. <laughs> I've actually heard though with the Phoenix Force movie that it's not like officially confirmed. I'm a little confused I saw about a poster it. Poster for it, right? But I thought that was kind of a idea poster because mm-hmm. this whole uh, like if Disney buys Fox, like how does that all work out? And. I think they'll. I think Disney will want to try to get the X Men involved in the MCU as soon as possible. Like yeah. they're going to want to recast. Wolver- they need to recast Wolverine if they ever bring him into it. They'll. I don't know if they'll just recast everybody that's in the X Men movies now. I hope they don't. I think they need to just find a way to cross those bridges. But I don't know. I definitely hope that Disney thing doesn't affect the Deadpool three because. I, I was surprised they were doing a sequel, but at the same time not because it was the first one was just so successful. Yeah. But I'm I really want a Deadpool three. I think it could be really funny. Oh yeah. And I think they could do a really good job of making fun of the idea of doing like three movies in a row of like how they keep doing this. So I don't know. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? I think so. Uh, t- two listeners like email us. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do that next. You don't have to do that. I was gonna, I guess, solicit a, a very specific email. Oh, okay, go for it. So, like, Mark has laid out this like this like this, like this, like super X Force movie. Let us know your X Force movie. Ooh, yeah, hmm. yeah. Let us know if you if they did an X Force movie, who you'd want to be in it, or not who you'd want to be in it, who you would want to have in it, which X Men or mutants. Did I? Oh, did I phrase I, that poorly? I don't know. I think you phrased it right the first time. Oh, what? Who would you want to be in it? Who would you? No, I thought I made it sound like <laughs> who? Who would you want to be? Oh, yes. In it, like as if, <laughs> yeah. as if you're. I want to be, be the Flash. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's DC. <laughs> 
That was uh, probably one of my favorite jokes, though, by the way. One last joke comment of the um, when the Cable-Deadpool fight first starts and Deadpool or Cable's giving him the whole speech of like why he has to do what he's doing. It's like, you are so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? Like, I thought that was a really great shot across the bow at DP, yeah. DC. <laughs> so, yeah. But Zach gave his final thought. Peter, do you got any final thoughts? It was, it was good. It was fun. Thoughts finalized there. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> that was a hot take, Peter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty controversial. Oh, yeah. I definitely think it's worth your free time. It's it's fun. I would go out and see it while it's still in theaters. I I, I with Movie Pass, I might see it again. I'm not. We're not sponsored by Movie Pass. I'm just always have it. saying we do all have it. <laughs> well, I'll probably go back. I may go back and see it on a rainy Sunday or something. But uh, I uh, I really enjoyed it. Can't wait for the next one. I hope I hope it doesn't do poorly because Solo's out. I think it's been out long enough to where it at least got its box office stuff out of the way for yeah. it made you know, a lot of money back. Weekends. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, how much did it make? Well, I can pick it up, but I mean, it made all its. Let's see, Deadpool two. Because its budget was 110 million. Oh, I know. I haven't. Now I see it. The box office was thirty six point nine so far. So yeah, it it made all its money back and then some. It says uh, Deadpool two crossing four hundred million worldwide. Nice, yeah. Thanks so B. highly successful. Okay, so now I don't have to worry about that now, because <laughs> was that like keeping you up at night? No, it wasn't keeping me up at night. It's just I always feel bad for movies. I enjoy getting sandwiched between blockbusters that I know are going to make a lot of money. Like, I kind of actually feel that way about Solo. Like, I know we're off tangent and we need to land this plane, but I, last thought of just, like, I'm going to see Solo. I'm excited. Diehard Star Wars fan. I don't think it's going to be that great, to be honest, because it's a weird... watch Solo. Same. I think I'm going to hate watch Solo, but I do feel bad for both this and Deadpool that they had to be anywhere near Infinity War. Like, Infinity War is uh, just destroying. And it has every right to. It's an incredible movie. Like, me and Peter were going to do a bonus episode about that, but we're the only two people that saw it. So, like, whatever. Our friends are stupid. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) let's wrap this up. (laughs) Where you can reach us at at TMFTPodcast (laughs) at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at TMFTPodcast. We're going to have our regular episode uh, coming out re- hopefully soon. You know, with John being out of town, we were a little thrown off. Uh, it's still Peter's pick. Still Wild Things 2. Oh, God damn it. What? Okay. <laughs> well, what? Wild Things 2. Yeah. Uh, so be looking out for that. Is that like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he's serious. That's what I want. So be looking out for that. Uh, until then, uh, we'll see you then, I guess. Oh, I've said then like three times. It's we need okay. to get out of here. <laughs> All right, see you guys next time. Bye.